Listener's discretion is advised. Tonight on Random Stuff, we rambling it on about the coronavirus updates, what happened a few years ago, and how President Trump uh, handled his visit in the UK, and Stephen Colbert telling the origins of Space Force. That's all coming up, and it starts right now. Good evening to all parties who are listening tonight. Uh, let us talk about some stuff, especially. We'll start with uh, President Trump's visit in the UK back in 2019. Well, there were some flaws to that when he visited the UK, and sure enough, it wasn't pretty. In the I-can't-believe-it's-not-made-up town of Bishop's Stortford, A teen mowed a giant penis into a field for Trump to see as he landed in London. It was the first time in years Trump's been able to look down and see a penis. Wow, UK, what the hell are you doing there? How in the hell can you mow a fucking penis in your own goddamn lawn? Like, how is that even possible? That's like, it's like trying to, um, uh, create a penis hair like Austin Powers. You know what I mean? Uh, anyways. Why don't we just segue on to, you know how Trump wanted uh, Mexico to pay for the wall by adding some tariffs and money? Well, I think you might be familiar with this one. Trump was also asked about Mexico. You'll recall, uh, or you won't, uh, (laughs) that last Thursday, out of nowhere... Trump tweeted, on June 10th, the United States will impose a 5% tariff on all goods coming into our country from Mexico until such time as illegal migrants coming through Mexico and into our country stop. (laughs) You can't just slap a tariff on everything you're mad at. I'm imposing... A 25% fee on all pants coming into my closet until such time as they agree to fit me. You can do it. You can do it, pants. Zip. Wow. Tariffs, tariffs, tariffs. You know what's worse than uh, slapping a tariff on something? Slapping a tariff when someone flashes their private parts. Damn it. Or what's even worse than that is slapping a tariff when you're at a dress code at a high school. How about that? Anyways, coming up next, you know what? I'm going to let Stephen Colbert tell you why. Because tonight there's big news about Spurs! 
looking at the right? Was I looking at the right thing? Yes, indeed. We're talking about Space Force and also some coronavirus updates and a debate between Rand Paul and Dr. Anthony Fauci. Coming up after this ad. Closed captioning for this podcast is brought to you by... President Trump's niece is publishing a new tell-all book. And Audible has the exclusive sneak peek as read by Trump's niece herself. I remember as a child, Uncle Donald would say, I got your nose. And we would have to take him to court to get it back. You're there for the dramatic moments. Every time he brought home a new aunt, he would say, don't get attached. You'll feel as if you're part of the Trump family. We all knew Ivanka was his favorite. Because in our birthday cards, he would write, Ivanka is my favorite. So visit Audible and download Mary Trump's Too Much and Never Enough. When he told me to pull his finger, he farted and blamed Obama. And we have returned after a brief ad, ladies and gentlemen. Now it is time for Stephen Colbert to tell you the origins back in 2019 about Space Force! Longtime viewers of the Trump administration will remember that Space Force is the president's boldest idea that he got from a Buzz Lightyear Happy Meal toy. And now, and now, citizens, to refresh your memory banks, we take you to Stardate March 13th, where Supreme Leader Trump addressed a confused planet. My new national strategy for space recognizes that space is a war-fighting domain, just like the land, air, and sea. We may even have a space force develop another one. Space Force. We have the Air Force, we'll have the Space Force. We'll call it the Space Force. Think of that. Space Force. Yes. Think of that. But not too hard, because it's stupid. We already have NASA. We don't need Space Force. Please wait until NASA finds life before you try to kill it. And today, Space Force. Got a boost from Vice President Mike Pence. No surprise, Pence is a huge fan of space. It is the farthest you can get from being alone with a human woman. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. In a speech to the Defense Department, Pence outlined the mission that will take us to the stars. President Trump proclaimed that the United States stands, in his words, at the birth of a new millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space. What a stirring call to something we're already doing. Yeah, since the 1960s. In fact, Pence's speech reminds me of JFK's immortal words. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but to distract from Robert Mueller. Witch hunt. Yes. It gets you, man. It's powerful. It is. It's powerful. It's powerful. It's so powerful. Then Pence laid out exactly the administration's plan, what they need to put it into action. The second step this report calls for 
is the creation of an elite group of joint war fighters specializing in the domain of space, who will form the backbone of the nation's newest armed service, Space Operations Force. No, no, no. It's called Space Force, not Space Operations Force. If you name a thing that dumb, you have to stick with it. And go back a second. You said we need an elite group of joint war fighters? Jeff Sessions is already fighting the joint war. And whoever came up with the idea of Space Force lost the battle. Then, then, Pence led our nation in a traditional space prayer. If you rise on the wings of the dawn, if you settle on the far side of the sea, even if you go up to the heavens, even there, his hand will guide you. His right hand will hold you fast. And he will hold fast this great nation in the great beyond. Hold on a second. Wait, you said his right hand will hold you fast. And he will hold fast this great nation and the great beyond. How many hands does God have? Wait, is Mike Pence worshiping Vishnu? Ah. <laughs> Whoever Astro God is, it was a truly eloquent and spiritual benediction. Or as Trump put it, Space Force all the way. Space Force, you know I love it. I, of course, I would join, but I have space spurs. I can't, I can't do it. I can't. And today, Sky Marshal Trump. Yes. Sky Marshal Trump sent his supporters an email letting them vote for the Space Force's new insignia. They will vote for their favorite, and the final choice will be made by the Electoral Space College. But there were six. Six, six does not seem like enough options to us. So the Late Show has made a few of our own. Space Force, Mars has cleaner water than Flint. In space, no one can hear you collude. And one small step for man, really small hands for a man. Yes, sure enough, the Space Force is now on the horizon because this year, we've already had someone go into space. And they're now in the International Space Station ever since. But uh, now we go straight to the COVID-19 stuff. Once again, Rand Paul and Dr. Anthony Fauci going head-to-head during another confrontation but this time it's about opening schools I think yes opening schools but don't take my word for it just listen to this this all begs the question what are we gonna tell the people the truth that it's okay to take their kids back to school dr. Fauci every day virtually every day we seem to hear from you things we can't do but when you're asked can we go back to school I don't hear much certitude at all. I hear, well, maybe it depends. 
All of this body of evidence about schools around the world shows there's no surge. All of the evidence shows that it's rare. I mean, we've so politicized this and made it politically correct that the WHO releases that it's rare and you have a scientist up there honestly giving her opinion. What happens to her? She's blackballed and her, her report that she refers to is taken off the website. When you go to that, the, that scientist's speech and you, and you try to lick, clink on the lick, the WHO has now screened it from us because it said something that's not politically correct. It, guess what? It's rare for kids to transmit this. But I hear nothing of that coming from you. All I hear, Dr. Fauci, is we can't do this, we can't do that, we can't play baseball. Well, even that's not based on the science. I mean, flu season peaks in February. We don't know that COVID's gonna be like the flu season. It might, but we don't know that. But we wouldn't, we wouldn't ban school in October. You might close some schools when they get the flu. We need to not be so presumptuous that we know everything. But my question to you is, can't you give us a little bit more on schools that we can get back to school, that there's a great deal of evidence and it's actually good, good evidence that kids aren't transmitting this. It's rare and that kids are staying healthy and that yes, we can open our schools. Mr. Chairman, do I have a little bit of time to- Well, I give you a little. <laughs> that was well that. over five minutes, but we'll- Thank you, Senator Go ahead and answer the, Please answer the question. Yeah, so very quickly, Senator Paul, I, I agree with a lot of what you say about, you know, this idea about people having to put their uh, opinions out without data. And sometimes you, you have to make extrapolations because you're in a position where you need to at least give some sort of recommendation. But if you were- listening, and I think you were, to my opening statement and my response to one of the questions, I feel very strongly we need to do whatever we can to get the children back to school. So I think we are in lock agreement with that. The other thing that I'd like to, to um, clarify very briefly is that I, when things get in the press of what I supposedly said, I didn't say, I never said we can't play a certain sport. What happens is that people in the sport industry, they could either be people from Players Association, owners, people involved in the health of the players, ask me opinions regarding certain facts about the spread of the virus, what the dynamics are. I give it, and then it gets interpreted that I'm saying you can't play this sport or you can't play that sport. I agree with you. I am completely unqualified to tell you whether you can play a sport or not. The only thing that I can do is, to the best of my ability, give you the facts and the evidence associated with what I know about this outbreak. Thank you. Ouch, what a feisty battle, but uh, very feisty. Yes, indeed. Now, any of you had a great 4th of July weekend? Well, so did the people who went to the beach and go to the lakes. Yeah, guess what? It's the same thing that happened at the Ozarks just a few months ago. Is it this time? It's on the extreme, like taking it to the hardcore level of no social distancing. Yes, sir. Yeah. And also, some illegal fireworks all throughout the city, especially in Los Angeles. Take it from Anthony Anderson, the guest host of Jimmy Kimmel back on Monday night. Now, I hope you all had a nice holiday weekend, although this was probably the worst 4th of July ever. This year, instead of fireworks, we all watched our summer plans explode. Here in Los Angeles, Mayor Garcetti actually canceled all firework displays in the interest of COVID safety. So instead, 
The people of Los Angeles did this. These are illegal fireworks going off in the city of Los Angeles right now. Our helicopter has been flying for the past 10 minutes, 15 minutes or so, and there are massive fireworks going off pretty much in every direction that you see here. Jasmine, our local fire departments and police departments have been begging people not to do this, right. but it seems tonight they are not listening to those calls. Well, maybe they just can't hear those calls because an M80 blew out their eardrums. Well, I guess illegal fireworks is like their saving grace. Don't you think? Now, remember this uh, whole story like, oh, they, uh, people are partying during the coronavirus era at the Ozarks? Well, wait till you see what happened in Michigan. This weekend, we saw lots of maskless people out partying as if they've never even heard of the coronavirus. And the scene at Diamond Lake in Michigan on Saturday was particularly infectious. <laughs> Yes, they're amazing. And now also hospitalized. By the way, you know who has the worst job in America? This brother right here who had to stand knee deep in COVID juice listening to a bunch of drunk white people sing Guns N' Roses. Get that man a raise and a vaccine. Wow, Michigan, you stooped to a whole new level of lows. And the governor of Michigan is livid very very livid especially when you have to take it to the streets what are you gonna do uh have a little spring break party maybe an early spring break party even though it's already summer and finally you gotta have people just singing along have everybody not a few people it kind of happened during that 4th of July celebration at the, outside the White House. And, uh, it wasn't good. President Trump also had a rager outside the White House on Saturday. And this kind of tells you everything you need to know about America right now. In 2015, President Obama had Bruno Mars perform at his 4th of July party. And Trump had this. Uptown, funk you up. Uptown funk you up. Now you yeah. sing it. Huh? We gotta do that again. Uh, uptown funk you up. Uptown funk you up. Come on, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, I like this. Let's keep it going. Keep what going? Wow. Major embarrassment. That's the name of that lead singer. And also the name of the club that they're in, since uh, barely a lot of people are singing along, especially when they're in the virtual world. If they would have been in the virtual world, they would have been in the fantasy suite. And if they would have been in the fantasy suite, they would have seen a boy and a girl do the you-know-what. If you know what I mean. But enough of the COVID-19 updates. We're gonna take a little tiny break, and then we're gonna introduce a song. The O'Reilly Factor is brought to you by Dog Cocaine. Turns out you can teach a dog new tricks, and one of them is doing cocaine. 
And the O'Reilly Factor is also sponsored by Prescription Strength Eloquist. It's Cialis for horses. Get your horses boned up and see what happens with Eloquist, the official horse aphrodisiac of the Factor. And finally, the movie Chips. Chips. Oops. return after a brief ad and sponsorship ladies and gentlemen now it is time to introduce a song a song that not really familiar to some people but it is a good song though uh, originally sung by earth wind and fire here it is with can't let go here they are chicago
And that was Chicago with Earth, Wind, and Fire's Can't Let Go. I mean, that was a good song. I can't believe Chicago, the the Chicago, the one that sang 25 or 64 or If You Leave Me Now or all the other hits. And they had a great collaboration. And if you heard the 25 or 64 back in my 4th of July special, you would know. And that is it in this uh, July 11th edition, Saturday night. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night.